You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. We're yep. just recording yeah. as we talk at the same time to get back some levels. This will be, the, this will be yeah. our show from now on. Okay. We're just, all just, just going to talk, talk at the same time. And you're going to have to all try and... At the same time. It's like, you're all mixing oh at the gosh, same time. Same one, same one. you got to get a picture of what now? Rorschach. Oh, Warshack oh, is the. I think that's Rorschach. I can't use this now. <laughs> All right. I got it. What, were we, were we going to use that? No. And there's Shira. Oh my gosh, it's like some of my favorite people's all in a row. Shira! I am Shira. Welcome to the Grolix Podcast, episode number 95. This is Randy, of course, and I've got a special episode for you today. So this last weekend, and if you're listening to this sometime in the future, this took place at the end of June 2019. This is the Ocon Expo 2019 special. We spent all weekend at Ocon Expo. All three days we had a booth. All four members of the G-Fam were there. The G-Trio, as I call them, myself, Melanie, and Jesse were all there. Jesse was at his Tank Zombie Studios booth. And Melanie and myself were joined by our GCU Roham, Jasper, at the Grolix booth. Now, I didn't get to do as many interviews as I had hoped. However, I do have two fantastic interviews with two podcasters that do very interesting shows you should definitely check out. So first up, you will hear some excerpts. From our live cast, the Grolix Lunchbox Live, that we live streamed from Ocon Friday. We had just been there, like the con had just been open for an hour. And we did an hour-long live cast like we've been doing during the week over on CastBox. <laughs> it was a very interesting episode. I'm not going to include the whole hour here. I cut it down to just some of the best stuff. Although, <laughs> as much of a mess as it was, it's all pretty entertaining. And then after that... I'll kick into some interviews. You'll hear our thoughts as we go through the week. You'll hear a very bizarre couple of conversations we had. We interviewed a robot and we talked about voyeurism. Like it gets weird towards the end. You can tell we're three days deep. We're three days deep into the end. You can tell, you can hear it in our voices. However, I think there's a lot of fun in this episode, so I won't hold you from it. Check it out. Today we have a very unique episode. We are alive. We're streaming live from Ocon Expo 2019 in Council Bluffs, Iowa. 2019. Oh, hey, there's more people. We found hey. it. Jeez, I, I told Jesse to get to my lap, and instead he goes and sits on Jasper's. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Matt Diaz. Hey, guys, how's Ocon? Well, it's been going for about an hour so far, so it's just kicking off. We got a bunch of people walking around, a bunch of looky-loos. We have three people at a booth that are not salesmen or do not know how to pitch a podcast. <laughs> so basically, we're here giving away free stickers. <laughs> to small children. It's okay, though. People like uh, free stuff so much that they don't even care what it's for. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't care. They were like, oh, is this free? I'll take it. We should probably explain it when they grab it, but nah. Je- that's what that's what that's what Jesse's good at. <laughs> that's what I do. Unfortunately, yeah. we'll only be able to steal him for a little bit at a time. Well, you know what? What you should do is just while I'm here, 
you'll record me, and then every time someone picks up a thing, you just push a button and then let the uh, <laughs> turn the. Let's let Jesse pitch this one. Hey, for anybody who doesn't oh. know, that voice was Jasper. Oh yeah, hey. I know you never hear him, but he. he yeah, Jasper's he's here actually today. here today. Hey, I'm here. I can confirm that he's like right next to me. Fun story about that. Uh, we we realized this morning that I've never actually met Jasper in the flesh. Now we have. Yep, it's official. And now there's a rip in the space time continuum. Yep, yeah, <laughs> we're both here at the same time in the same space. Uh, so Matt, yeah, were there any like? I wonder if there are any listener fan theories that Jesse and Jasper were, were in fact the same person. There could be. <laughs> there could still be. We could just be not talking at the same time, just in case. This is all an elaborately produced uh, ruse. It's true. You've heard all of my impressions, right? So, like, I'm pretty good at mimicry. Dude, there's Master Chief. There's Master Chief. Oh, this is well. Jesse. Yes, Jeff. Are you still good? And this is Jasper as Jesse. How do you know? Oh. You're not talking. I feel like there's like three, two, two different conversations going on. Let's see. Matt D says Ram Man, Walkin, and Jasper all the same. Oh all my god! All the same. All the same. Yeah, yeah. Who knew? Maybe Jesse's just a good actor. Uh, what you say, This is really elaborate cosplay is what it is. Yes. <laughs> You've seen those cosplays where, like, the lady has the dragon and, and then a fake arm and her arm is actually the dragon. That's what's happening right now. Just even more elaborate than that. Any cool cosplay Betty White? No. Not yet, man. Yeah. That is Someone really awesome. needs to get on that. That's That's an opportunity that's missed. Yeah, I need to go buy some, like, white hair dye. There's furries galore, though, I will tell you that. There, that's there, about there it, because I already wear grandma clothes, according to Randy. Not grandma clothes, just do, my grandma's clothes. Do I get into my, my furry admission? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, well, I guess I have to now. Like, uh, they creep me out a little bit. Like, you know, at our table, Axton and I, Axton has the fear of clowns. I, I, I wouldn't call it a fear, but I have, like, a, like a... I don't know, a confusion and, and, and anxiety surrounding furries, partly because they wear like the giant mascot heads. And so like their eyes are not where the character's eyes are. Like you actually, like they're looking at you through the mouth. I don't know where to look. <laughs> I don't know yeah. where to look. Yeah. Now I feel that. Anxiety. Like, how do I have a convert? <laughs> I don't know how to have a conversation with you. Do I look you in the mouth? Do I look like <laughs> a horse in the mouth? Yeah, and sometimes it's a literal horse. <laughs> You just do like I do. Well, that's not literal, though. It wouldn't literally be a horse. It would be like a like a mascot horse, like a not horse. Did you see what Matt D said? Well, you can read it out loud. <laughs> it said, my friend Jerry has a hard time looking at people in the eyes. He only comes up to the crotches. Well, <laughs> that's, a, that's an actual problem. It makes sense. I mean, that may be worse than Maybe eye that- contact there. Man, none of us are salesmen. Well, I'm just gonna record Jesse's pitch. Yeah, <laughs> play it on the loop. <laughs> that's what we need. To Anytime do. anybody walks by, she she was not interested. No, no that's what you I tried. Do, I she tried. Was, she, you know, she's just a loopy loop. That's okay. She was interested into a point, like she was being polite. She's like, cool, cool, cool. I'm done here. <laughs> like, all right, I'll just grab your, I'll grab your card. Stop talking you were puppy to me. Dog eye in me. <laughs> I had to stop. <laughs> Maggie says, saw that everyone is interested in House of M. Looking forward to hearing about that. Yeah, uh, this month, assuming we get a chance to record it I, and read it, but we will be doing, we'll be discussing Deadly Class on an upcoming episode this month. And then I think, I think House of M is leading it is. for next month. So. It is. I didn't vote for it, though. I voted for something else. It's been, it's been on the list for a long time. 
I think the only thing reason we've been putting off putting it off is because it's one of those kind of big event big event series. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of kind of I don't know. It's involved. kind of a fun Elseworlds tale, but yeah, it's it's one of those where you get more enjoyment out of it if you know who all the characters yeah, are. Yeah. And we haven't read, you know, I mean, like, there's going to be some obscure characters where it's going to be like, so who is that and why was that a big deal? Look, Maggie's been looking into Tank Monkey. Yeah. Thanks, Maggie. And Matt D. Yeah, both of them. He drives a tank. And How can you go wrong? Exactly. He drives a tank and he's a monkey. If, if uh, you were here, you could check out all of his stuff out at his, at his booth. Yeah, I have the Tank Monkey book up at the booth. Uh, I'm down to one copy. Uh, I have my, I have some of my older comics. Uh, there's a, my very first web comic was KicksComic.com. I think it's still up. I'm pretty sure I'm still paying for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it is. Okay, I think, I think it is. So uh, Matt G asks, oh, so why is Jasper here? I have pants older than him. Did you see this comment, Jasper? Why is Jasper here? I have pants older than him. What do you think? What do you have to say about that? Um, uh, rude, one. <laughs> Two, possibly. I am 31, so. Pants, who wears pants? Maggie says, okay, describe what you see from the table. What do you guys see from the table? Describe it. Well, I saw a captain just walk by. Captain? He's, he's, he's one of my introvert friends who would never stop and talk to us. <laughs> yep, I see, I see the... Well, that's um, okay, we're introverts, so we're glad he didn't stop and talk to us. <laughs> yeah, a captain's the artist that's right next to the Hooters sign. Oh, he walked very quickly. He gave us a wave, though. He did give us a, a wave. Pink, a lady uh, with pink skin. I'm in I costume see, uh, as myself. Some fur, furry foxes. Randy Andrews. <laughs> yes, I usually go by Randy. I don't usually go my by my real name, which is Randall. Yeah. Two L's, not one. He's one of those weird two L's. I think I've even it's, complained about it on the podcast before. The double L Randalls. Yeah. Randall. He's one of the... <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Tell us about your podcast. My podcast is called Soundtrack Alley. Um, it's actually branded as Soundtrack Alley Spotlight right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where you can find it online. It's either on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. I have a page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I usually share like videos of upcoming things that I'm going to do. No music usually to those, but like videos of like highlights of what I'm going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And um, I've interviewed very famous composers for video games, movies, TV. Oh, nice. Uh, I've done uh, an interview with Tim Wynn, who uh, was the composer for all the CW shows. Oh, nice. Okay. Which is um, all the like Flash, Supergirl. Uh, Arrow, you know, all Legends of Tomorrow. He did all of those, and I've interviewed people like Craig Saffin, who did The Last Starfighter, and I've gotten to interview him twice. And then uh, people like Bruce Rowland, who did The Man from Snowy River. Wonderful guy, really down to earth. It took me three weeks to get him tied down to an interview because he was actually in the hospital. Oh, so yeah, that was fun and to interact with him. Did you call his hospital room every day. <laughs> no, it was funny. There's a funny story behind all of that. In fact, like three days, I tried to get a hold of him, and finally, his wife reached out to me, and she's like, she's like, 
He's a, he's just getting out of the hospital. He was in the hospital for this small operation, and now he's better. And he kept on telling me whenever he would come out of just like feeling a little better, he's like, "Wait, I have an interview with Randy." <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. So it was on the top of his mind. Yeah, it That's was. Awesome. So, and that was just such a down to earth interview and just always appreciated his music and I recommend what is okay so what's a typical episode of Soundtrack Alley Spotlight like well I highlight a movie Mm -hmm. and talk about it a little bit I'll talk about the plot maybe talk about interesting facts on the cast or the background or the different technical problems or whatever goofs that would happen um, sometimes I've shared clips from like interviews of, of the composer being interviewed okay, okay. off like YouTube or something because sure. that's the only way you can find it. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially with James Horner since his passing. And then I talk about the score. Okay. Like yeah. the score of the film. And I share highlights from the score. And that's all, you know, like it's through that kind of that Creative Commons. Uh, attribution. I, yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I don't really bring that up on my show, but it's kind of understood. Have you run into any issues with nope. that? None whatsoever. No, that's good. So because do you keep it to short clips or? Nope. Nope. I play entire entire really? cues and music. Um, in fact, the biggest help that I've gotten is from a fellow podcaster, and he's been in the business for about twenty-two years. Mm-hmm. And his name is Eric Woods. He does Cinematic Sound Radio. Um, he's yeah. He's been doing it since 1996. Really. And uh, so he's never had an issue. He's brought up to me like he's shown me articles that you know it's not. It is not a problem because you are fully showing their work. Like you are crediting them. You are crediting what they do. You are, you know, telling them where you can buy the album, where you can get it. You do not have to. Well, and I imagine like have the problems of copyright law. Something with something like your podcast, I think, would also fall into. Now, the problem is all, all this is. If a company really wanted to come after you, it's hard to fight them at this point in time yeah. for the general podcaster. Uh-huh. But I imagine it would fall a little bit into review as well as educational. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it is. So you have a defense you could make there. Yeah. It's just a matter of, like, if Spotify or, or Apple Podcasts wanted to boot you, like, a lot of times you're dealing with a relatively faceless corporation. It's like, so. I don't really care. Yeah, okay. Like, if... Okay. if if they would, if they would drop me, I don't care. It's like I'd still podcast and I'd still do it because mm-hmm. it's like it's just something that I love and something that is passionate mm-hmm. for me. I really feel passionate about it. So, what's one or two of your all-time favorite uh, film scores? Uh, well, I can certainly name Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Okay. Another one that I keep going back to. Well, see, the thing with me is sometimes I will get into a mode of listening to a certain score off and on and keep it on my phone or something, and I'll listen to it a lot. Uh, The Man from Snowy River, that's another favorite of mine. Um, I will, like lately, I've been listening to Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Okay. By Bear McCreary. Oh, my goodness. I love that score. It's so much fun. Okay. It's like, and... 
the thing about it is they have like this beginning rock heavy start to the score, but then it's got the main theme of Godzilla from the 1954 Godzilla, oh, and they bring fun. it back nice. for the new movie, and it's super cool. And uh, I just I, I love the callbacks to certain things that it does, or like certain scores will really highlight to me. Like I love Basil Paladoris's mu- music, like for Cherry 2000. It's a very cheesecakey kind uh-huh. of post-apocalyptic world film, but the music is really beautiful and really flows well and has action. And Basil Paladoris is known for his work with RoboCop and uh, with um, uh, The Hunt for Red October and Conan, The Destroyer, and the original. Nice. Um, so Basil Paladoris, um, he's no, you know, he's also no longer alive, mm-hmm. but he is very prolific in my thinking about different scores that I really, really like. Just certain ones, James Horner. James Horner is a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of his scores are really highlighted for me. Like I love The Mask of Zorro. I love Avatar. The score to Avatar is beautiful. Um, Titanic, not so much. I think the reason why is because it's been played so much yeah. that it's almost um, unbearable. Sure, sure, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm just like, played I'm out. tired. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing this. I want to hear something else. Yeah. And, of course, I can't go without saying that John Williams is one of the biggest influences for film music mm-hmm. in and anybody who doesn't know who John Williams is, <gasps> well, he's—I mean—that's—he's one of the most famous. Yeah. Film composers. He's very prolific. He's Music done over 150 titles. Yeah. Um, throughout his 80, well, probably 60 some years mm-hmm. that he has composed music, and um, it's just great. I mean, just Star Wars and Indiana Jones and Jaws yeah. and. So many iconic scores, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I not only do Soundtrack Alley, but I have a once-in-a-while podcast on Cinematic Sound Radio called Anime Spectacular. Oh, interesting. Where okay, I, I didn't know that. Where I just talk about, uh, like, four different... Like, the first three episodes have been very long, like, almost two hours. Okay. Uh, but I went into like eight different animes and presented the music from those and just kind of highlight some music from those. And so now I've gotten it down paired to like an hour and I only talk about four of them. And I've already got in the works in my mind what music I'm going to use for my sixth episode because the fifth one just went up on Cinematic Sound Radio. So. Where should people go to find your stuff? Well, they can go to SoundtrackAlley.com. You can email me at SoundtrackAlley at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at SoundtrackAlley. I'm on Spotify and Stitcher and iTunes, and it's at SoundtrackAlley Spotlight. I had two panels between last year and this year. I had two panels about soundtracks role in nerdy movies. Check out the podcast. Uh, I had just I had posted the one for this year 
up on my site, and uh, you can check that out and know that there's so much more, and there's a difference between a soundtrack and a score mm-hmm. for a film, and mm-hmm. uh, we just kind of stuck with soundtrack in that title because so many are familiar with a soundtrack I didn't even score. I didn't even think about that, but you're generally discussing the score. Yeah. One other thing, if you would like, I could send you a copy of my theme that a uh, personal friend of mine, Alexander Schiebel, he's a composer in Austria, uh, he composed my theme. Um, I have to give a shout out to him because he's amazing. Uh, you can find his work at xanderscores.com. He's done a lot of revisiting of different scores like Lady Hawk, Stranger Things, um, stuff like that. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, yeah. Can you guys hear each other? No. No. That's going to be a slight problem. Day two of OakCon Expo 2019. Mm-hmm. So first, since since Melanie and Jasper can't hear each other, I'll just direct questions at each of them, okay? Okay. okay. First, Melanie. Yes. What do you think? How's it going today? Uh, it's better than yesterday. <laughs> um, That's good. Yeah. Um, uh, not, not, not as many people stopping by as I would uh, like, but it's still lots of fun to see all the people in their cosplay running around, and um, the few people that do stop and chat with us, it's been good chats, so, you know, there's that. How about you, Jasper? How do you feel about day two so far? I feel it's a lot more productive than day one. Really? Yeah. I feel like, yeah, no, I, I it seems like not as many people are stopping by but even though today is like the hopping day but it is a lot more people like they're going somewhere they're walking from place to place they're not just mulling about like yesterday I, somebody was saying I don't know if you were here but somebody was saying earlier that uh, the reason nobody's stopping is because there's so many people and they don't want to block traffic yeah Jesse was saying that earlier yeah I yeah think. okay oh there's a good stormtrooper too there's too many too many but today's the, the cosplay contest so Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This has been interesting. I did a panel today. I went and got lunch. <laughs> yeah. And, well. I, and I snuck a bunch in. <laughs> <laughs> um. Sandwiches, yum. <laughs> Who are you? I am Kyle, and I am from Men in a Tub podcast. Men in a Tub. Now, I yes. believe I did see you guys. We didn't have a booth last year, but I do recall seeing you guys at, yep. at the convention last year when yep. they had it in the other room. So, Men in a Tub. Yes. What, so, what is that? So, we talk about a lot of different stuff. A big big part of it is video games. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we stream on Twitch every Thursday night. So, we basically do our show live and then put it out to YouTube and uh, iTunes, Spotify, um, but we, we talk about video games, we talk about pop culture, news, movies, um, weird random stories. I mean, we really like those those Florida man types, you know, sure. the ones uh-huh. that you're just like, wait, really? You, you're that stupid? Um, every once in a while we'll do a uh, segment that we like to call the 404, 
um, where it's someone that is doing like the biggest fail in the world. Um, so yeah, we, we have a little bit of fun with that stuff too. Cool, so. cool. Uh, what kind of uh, so what kind of schedule is that on? How often do you guys do that? Yeah, so we do it ev- pretty much every Thursday, um, okay. except when there's like holiday type of stuff. Like this week we didn't do it because we set up an elaborate booth this year uh, mm-hmm. for, for Con because we were doing streaming all weekend. Yeah. Um, and then next week we won't have anything either because it's 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, we're pretty much every Thursday night at 9 on Twitch. So it's just twitch.com. TV slash men in a tub. Cool. So, did you guys start off on the on Twitch, or did you kind of move over to Twitch? Um, we kind of moved. Over. So we've we've kind of got a long history. Um, there's a couple guys that started it with a few of their friends years ago. Um, they kind of stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I met them and was like, "Wait, you guys did a podcast? Let's do it. Let's let's do one." And so with a couple other friends, we, we started it again. We got like 13 or 14 episodes in, and then one of the guys had to move away, so we just kind of stopped doing it. Uh, and then back in 2015, we decided, let's just do it again, and that's when we decided to do it on Twitch. So been doing it there pretty much every Thursday night. I think we started doing it like really late at like 11 p.m., mm-hmm. and we would do like a two-hour show. I still don't understand how we did that. For, for almost like a year and a half, we did it like that. It was kind of madness because we all worked full-time jobs and had to be at work in the morning. It was kind of crazy. But then we, we kind of settled into the earlier time slot uh, just with different job changes that a couple of us had. So we've been at, at nine on Thursday nights for probably two and a half, three years. Okay. So, so where did the name come from? How so did th- that originate as far you as know, you know? As far as I know... I think it just kind of was something that one of the guys put on a video, Eric. He's kind of the guy that put everything together more or less or, or is the engine, I guess. Mm-hmm. He, he put it on the end of a video that he made and uploaded to YouTube and then it just kind of stuck. Uh, the idea was kind of that it would be kind of a, a conglomerate type of name that would go over everything. So. Uh, we've had a couple different incarnations of things that we've put out that have been like either video series or at one point we were doing a all video game show called The Loop. Um, our our podcast that we do every Thursday is called The Tubcast. So okay, um, the the group itself is Men in a Tub, and it's just kind of that think tank, sure, if you will. Sure. So. I sure. think that's pretty much where the, the name came from, if I understand correctly. Gotcha, gotcha. So you guys didn't have a booth last year, right? Uh-uh. This okay. is the first year we've had a booth. First year that you've had a booth. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I thought that I had seen... Well, You guys have been around, though, right? Yeah, we've been around At for a con. while. Okay. And um, Jesse, who's a co-host of Grolic's podcast, uh, he always... He, he's. I think he's been here every year, but he does okay. uh, he does uh, like webcomic stuff. Gotcha. And him and Axton do the Tank Zombie booth. Okay. So they're they're always here. Gotcha. And he's usually uh, you know promoting Grolic stuff over there okay. too. So that's probably that's probably where I've seen it. Because yeah, yeah, we've had a this is the third year that we've had a booth. Um, fourth year that we've been here overall. The first year we got some passes like kind of last minute and wandered around and started making con videos where uh, Eric likes to do the man on the street thing and wander around and put a microphone in people's faces and ask them like ridiculous questions that just gets great reactions and uh, it, it, it usually turns out to be a pretty funny video so awesome awesome yeah. old, old comic con day three 
Welcome to the Grolix Podcast. <laughs> Day three. With your host. Oh, wait. No, yeah, this is Ocon. We're at Ocon Expo 2019. This is Day three. Day can't, can't you hear the excitement? <laughs> this is day three. <laughs> yeah, right. There's no help coming. <laughs> That's I was like, Randall's like our survivor's diary. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Day three, and we've ran out of food, water, and drink. Okay, so you said you had something you want to talk about. Oh, you wanted to talk about Convoy. We'll hold that for a moment. Okay. So, so far, now this has been, I don't know. You've been to a con as a con goer. Yeah. I'm a con-going have, voyeur. Yeah. Have you been to uh, a convention, Jasper? No, I have not. At all? This would be the first time for me. Okay. Well, this... Okay. Mm-hmm. So, first then, I'll ask Melanie. Melanie. Yes. How is tabling? Because we have a booth here. Uh-huh. We have a booth here. How has this been compared to coming as just like a participant? It's better and worse. It's better because I'm not stuck in a crowd of people and I have social anxiety issues so that's good for me but then again people want to talk to you and that gives me worse social anxiety so that's bad for me but when you're at a con you can go and look at everything and whatever except I usually don't have money so that is fun but it sucks but here you're stuck behind the table so it's kind of boring but you get you get to be here for hours and hours and not spend any money. So that's always good. <laughs> that's true. I mean, it's boring, but you technically have something to do. So you're not like stuck looking at stuff you want to buy, but can't. Okay. So as your first, con- th- sorry, okay. Jasper, I didn't mean to spit at you. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> that's part of the con experience. So as your first, I, I didn't realize you hadn't gone, gone to a convention before. This is a weird experience, I think, for your first experience. But how's it been? It hasn't been too bad. I like the the costumes we've been seeing. Um, I actually feel like this has kind of reinvigorated me to do the podcast. I don't know why, but yeah. even though people don't stuff on our table. But anyway, you yeah. know, but it's, I think it's been fun. Yeah, that, one of the things that I think I've learned this year having a, a, a table is that you have to have a gimmick or people aren't going to stop. We have, like, the best signage ever. We do have pretty and, good signage, and, yes. That is a good sign. I like it. Yeah, and we have we have like better buttons and things to give away to, but we don't have prizes you can win or couches for you to sit on or you know a photo booth set up. So if we ever do this again, we have to bring monkeys, and then, monkeys. Then we'll get it. We'll get we'll get, we'll get the people stopping at our table. I bet because that'll be cheaper than a giveaway or a. a, a I think a we couch. still need to do the gimmick where we just have you podcast editing in a glass cube behind us. Yeah, even more exciting. Just me sitting on a, a computer than just sitting here staring at them. And then deathly staring at the computer. He should be sitting on a glass cube podcasting, and they can throw balls at him. And if they hit the the, the little circle, then he drops down into... Water? Well... Oh, uh, water? A, v- a vat of water? No, that that's dangerous with electronic equipment. I'd say yeah. maybe shaving cream or confetti or something. Maybe confetti. Shaving cream still doesn't seem like the best thing to have around computer equipment. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, so. pretty sure that would fry it. But it's yeah. foam. So? It's going to ruin it's it. It's still liquid, though, at some point. And it get nasty throughout the course of the day. Yeah, yeah okay. So confetti. Actually, actually, I'm going to throw the question back to you. Have you ever been to a con? Yes. How many? 
Just um, not a whole lot. No, we went to... Um, most of them have been documented on the podcast for the most part. Uh-huh. Uh, I went to... Momentarily, I went to... Well, God, what was it? The first year that they did uh, the, the British Con or whatever that was called. Uh-huh. Uh, I was there momentarily. Shortly after, we went to the uh, that sci-fi convention in yeah, Omaha. Which is the first one I ever went to. Yeah, and we did a whole episode with that. And we actually, I actually interviewed way more people than I did this convention. And mm-hmm. yeah, we were there quite a bit. And then I believe we were at Ocon for a little bit last year. Yeah, we, we were. I think yeah. maybe two days we went even. Yeah, yeah. Another question I had, which you kind of brought up when we were talking to somebody. Do you think they're more now expos more than conventions are like going away from comics per se that's an interesting that's an interesting point because I hadn't thought because yeah in the previous years this is O-Comic-Con but this year it's the O-Con Expo 2019 and I assume it's because I assume it's because uh, Con started getting sued for using Comic-Con that was by the original San Diego Comic Con, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's owned, mm-hmm. so I assume that's why. But you make a good point where it's—I don't know. It's not really the con- the convention isn't. I don't know. I guess it is more of an expo because I mean, even here, you've got Podcast Alley, and a lot of these don't have anything to do with comics, but you know, they're still like nerdy stuff and pop culture stuff. And then you got wrestling in one room, and I don't know. Like, yeah, it is more of an expo. There's, there's some type of. A, there's a Congo line at the uh, con from all the Congoers. This is a very weird scene that we're and, witnessing. And they're all in cosplay. It's kind of a Congo line. Congoing Congoers. That, that's fun. Okay, well that adds to third weirdest thing I've seen at this con this weekend. The third weirdest, not the weirdest. I think almost every type, like where the con started as one particular thing, is kind of moving away from that. But like, I mean, E3, they say it's going to be less video games as it goes over, but it was E3 about video games anyway. Like, I mean, I guess you're right. It's the, it's electronic. Like, yeah, entertainment something. I forgot again. But, or yeah, Electronic Entertainment Expo, E3. Yeah, okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, they say that, like, Microsoft and them are not going to show up next year because there's not that much people going for that anymore. But it's like, it's not even really for video games, it's for, you know, tech. But I mean, that it used to be, though, like, it was kind of where a lot of companies would reveal the new games and stuff. Yeah. But it's in that respect that it's kind of obsolete now for that. You don't need that. And a lot of companies, like Nintendo, found that why spend all this money on like a stage show and all this swag and stuff when they can just produce a video and drop it online and boom like it's, they're going to get the same amount of buzz yeah you know what they should do they should just make it a, a cost con a cost con a cosplay con because that's why most people are I almost thought she's going to say Costco a Costco con but uh where you dress as your favorite Costco because products. I mean even with even with Comic-Con, it's more just like movie trailers or hyping another movie. I mean, yeah, Marvel's there, and it's a comic book movie, but... It's beyond that. Like, but, just, it's, it's yeah, it's just general entertainment. Yeah, because there's, yeah. there's been... It's all taken over by the big, larger media companies. Yeah. Or, maybe, yeah, maybe it should just be a pop culture con. Yeah, culture con. Cult. It's like the only... The only Pop con. con. 
The only like con that really lives to its name is VidCon, which does all video, you know, YouTube, Twitch, all um, that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I like PopCon because it, it makes me think of popcorn, and that makes me happy. PopCon. It's popcorn and popcorn. soda party all weekend. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I feel like. I feel like cons are not even really what they were even a couple of years ago, not even like Comic-Con, what's 50 years old now? Well, like 50 years ago, it'd probably just be like... Uh, a bunch of guys with boxes of comic books, and that was probably no. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it was. It was yeah. It was a comic I convention. I, I saw like one or two tables that had comic books. There are a I don't know what that few was. out there. None with Swamp Thing. No, that's not true. There was one with Swamp Thing. I had, on the way back. <gasps> Sorry. Have you not seen R2? I have not R2 seen R2-D2. R2-D2. There is a freaking R2-D2. It's it, really good. It's it, like it, perfect. It, it's like it is a R2-D2. I'm sorry. I have to. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty great. That's freaking amazing. Is it still coming? Yeah, it is. I want to get a video of it. It's, it's got to be it's got to be remote controlled, right? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And it makes the noises. That thing is. Who built that? What? Oh, it just sprayed at these people. They got too close. They didn't like it. That thing is the best thing I've seen so far. It is pretty great, yeah. That is awesome. Sorry, I just derailed derailed our recording, but that's fine. You can derail a recording for a life-size... R2D2, uh, like oh, perfect yeah. model. It is. It, it's. It's got. It's got glowy, shimmery lights and everything. Mm-hmm. It's freaking beautiful. I want to write it. You want to write it? I want to. I'd probably break, but. Whoa! It's hood opened up. It turned into a Dalek. It turned into a. Well, it's some stuff popped out. Like a, it looked like it had a. a, a um, it wigged out. Yeah, it had an arm that popped out. Yep. And and uh, yeah, I never did. I never realized how much R two D two was like a Dalek. And now it's like taking off, playing music too. <gasps> oh my goodness, what is that? There's a red one. <laughs> <laughs> this con w- was a, all right. Not the greatest thing ever though. But that just that that's worth it all. Until yeah, just now. Yeah. Just those 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 two little robots. I wonder those are made my week. We did, oh, oh, here it comes. We need to go to some. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? He you want to maybe he wants to be interviewed for the for the podcast, eh? Ask it a question. Ask it a question. How how are you enjoying your con so far? No. No? <laughs> 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 well, I I like What? Exactly. Yeah, I feel you. I I'm right there with you, man. Ask him what his favorite thing is. What what's your favorite thing so far, Ben? <laughs> really? Wow. I agree. I like your costume. The red really makes it pop. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy enjoy the rest of your con. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. So now that the R2D2s are out of nearby range. 
And we're back now. So I changed my mind. Seeing a bunch of robots is not my favorite thing at the con. Interviewing. You just interviewed. <laughs> What's the red R2-D2 thing? You look like the kind of person that knows this. It's like R5 something. Oh, no. R5-D4 is like this roundy, like the more trash can looking one. Yeah. More trash can. Yeah. Well, looks like trash. Not with the dome. Not with the dome top. They all look like Daleks to me. We just sold a bunch of those, so yeah. They do, they all look like Daleks. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Doctor Who has ruined me for all other robot shows. He's R4P17. R4P17. Man, that just rolls right off the tongue. Good job, George Lucas. Good job. <laughs> what a creative genius. Wait, scratch that. R2D9. Oh, R2D9. Yeah, he's the all red. The other one is red and white. Jesus. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, okay, R2 so... R2D9, bingo! <laughs> he's back. Oh, there's such... He's oh, back. he's back. He's back. He's back. Hi. Oh, we grab that? Thank you very much. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Look See, at he, that. See, he brought us a card. It is R2... It's R2-R9. R2-R9. Wait, is it? He heard no, us talking. R2-R9, Chris... Oh, this is sweet. That is sweet. Yeah, it was R2-R9. This was, this was built by Chris Leffel. And you can see more at kcr2.com. Or go to facebook.com slash kcr2builders. Yeah, I mean, if you derail the show with a R2-R9, I will promote it. No or kidding. Go to astromer, astromech.net. Yep. Can we buy one? I can't imagine something like that would be anything we would ever be able to afford, but if you can... <laughs> I want to buy one. You probably could buy one. But I want to buy one where there's someone controlling it at all times. So I have to buy them. Uh, you'd have to buy a you person? You'd have to buy a human? Yes. Or a slave? Is that like is that like R2 trafficking type thing? Okay. No, that's just human trafficking. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> it's you buying a robot and then human like, trafficking. How cool would it be to be followed around by that every day? I'm trying to see, is it that, who's controlling it? Is it the guy in the blue shirt over there? I think they're in the other room. I I think it's the guy in the blue shirt. I don't know, but. Maybe it's not. I think it is. See? See? He sees. He sees. But if. if He sees us. If we did make them Daleks and just, instead of human trafficking, you just got a brain and stuck it in there, that would work. How long does it take to build something like that? Yeah? Wow. Two and a half years. It, ta- it takes longer. I mean, it takes longer to build that than it does a kid, so. Uh. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. So that, that, that one's a little bit more important, I think. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Jeez. That's crazy. 250 pounds. It looks great. It does. It's amazing. Yeah. How, when you, how do you, like, transport it? You have to, like, strap it down and... It, Okay. Wow. Really? Yeah. I'd be scared. I'd be scared. At two year, two and a half years, I'd be like, I'm gonna wrap the entire thing in bubble wrap, and then, uh, you know, <laughs> and then this foam, and then strap it down. Awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, who are you, and where can they find information about what you do? Well, my name is Chris Leffel, and I'm with the Kansas City R2 Builders. Awesome, awesome. Figured to have you actually do it yourself since we're sitting here recording. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to distract you too much, though. 
I knew it was you. I was, I was, I was looking for the person who I'm like, somebody's just, somebody's somewhere just controlling it. Yeah. No, you did good because you're just like hanging back on the wall there. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, so you don't need the human trafficking to make it work, right? I was like, I want to buy one and just have it follow me home. <laughs> we had some guys where they set it up with a tag. They put a tag in their back pocket and then they'll follow the tag. Really? But, you know, you get the issue of somebody runs in between and won't stop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I guess just 250 pounds in your shin might not feel good. <laughs> did you That's ever, really well constructed. Did you ever do any of those... Uh, Robot war things. Oh no! no. Oh no! no. <laughs> Actually, it'd be cheaper to do that than this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Now let's get back to what we were talking about before we get derailed. Convoyer. By an awesome robot. Okay, convoying. Voyeuring. A convoyer. Convoyering. If you called a convoy, it just sounds like convoying to me. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the joke. I'm sorry, did not get on the convoy for that joke. <laughs> well, you. Anyway, back. Okay, so it, it it works okay though. Okay, so what we're talking about is Melanie's style of uh, convention photography. As I stated earlier, I have a little bit of the social anxiety, and I am definitely not going to walk up to somebody and ask their permission to take their picture. It's just not going to happen. So. Yeah. Instead, I zoom from afar and get pictures of them as they walk down the hallway. I, I am not comfortable approaching people, but even if I was, I'm not rude. And I don't want to block traffic to snap a couple pictures. Okay, of, okay, okay. I understand that. But, okay, so the issue is you, you snap them. Co you take candids. You snap them covertly. Yes. Without their knowledge. Yes. Or express consent. Yes. Now, they are in a public space, so it's not as weird as it could be. If they didn't want attention, they shouldn't dress up. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's just like... I, you're upsetting some cosplayers uh, right now. Well, it's too bad. Don't cosplay then. Uh, there was a lady walking by earlier, and she had the lowest cut top I have seen probably in person in my life ever. Is she sitting over and, there right now? She, I don't know, but she was holding herself all uncomfortable, and I'm like, don't hang, come with your hanging out if you can't you know I can't say we can't, have, we can't have that on the podcast your tatas all hanging out okay if you can't handle the attention because obviously people are going to look well when your cleavage is down to your belly but button, maybe she was people uh, are gonna stay. maybe she was experiencing a, a wardrobe malfunction and she was just trying to keep it together until she could get to the bathroom no that wasn't a malfunction that was and that is the wardrobe so anyway <laughs> the point is so those are her style of pictures. Down blouses, upskirts. <laughs> no. Down blouses and upskirts, that's what she takes. That sounds, no. like a, that sounds like an album. No, you're not taking like down blouse pictures, but... I'm taking pictures of people talking to others or uh, occasionally posing for other people's pictures. <laughs> <Were they? laughs> yeah, where they're clearly not aware of your picture. But that, here's the thing, though. That's more rude than you're feeling like it's rude that you stop them to, you stop them. It's not rude to them if I stop them. It's rude to everyone around them if I stop them. But I'm uncomfortable stopping them because of me. So that's me being selfish, which I, I will admit. But it, it's still, they should just have like a section where you can go stand and everybody can come and take your picture or something. There are cosplay booths. 
but that's not exactly the same. Okay, yeah, anyway. Well, it makes me feel strange. I, I want to post a bunch of your pictures, but it is a little odd to post a bunch of your pictures where they're clearly not, they're clearly uh, voyeuristic, candid pictures. Not all of them. Not all of them. They, they're they pictures taken unbeknownst to the person. And that's always a little weird. Oh, uh, True. Well, the, some of them you can't tell. Okay, so, Melanie. <laughs> I feel like we're doing interviews. There are a whole bunch of... There are a whole bunch of pictures that men take of women, busty women and low women in low cut shirts in public, unaware, and generally those men are considered creeps. Okay, I didn't I did not realize that they were considered creeps. I I kind of always assume that people are gonna look at me and I'm uncomfortable with it. I mean, and they could maybe they're taking pictures. I don't know. I never really considered that. I I always just thought it would be like a you know mental spank bank or something. But they're gonna have it in there. And well, no, they take pictures and then they'll post it online. Oh, really? Yeah, like we're about to do with a bunch of cosplay pictures that nobody that they didn't sign up for. I mean, Bluetooth speaker. It, I'm okay. They did sign up for because they're in a they're they're dressed in cosplay and they're walking around. They it, have to assume people are just gonna randomly snap pictures. It's a it is a little bit different in that respect. But if I were if I were attractive, I don't think I would mind. But like like the wall people at Walmart pictures. If if there, somebody posted a picture like that of me, I I would be mortified. But well, then what's the difference? That I'm fat and ugly. <laughs> Well, because regardless, the if it's flattering, then I don't care if people see it. If it's if it's not, that's a different thing. Okay, well, that's this is a, this is not exactly where I expected the the convoyer topic to go, but I guess it's okay. Maybe that's the issue. Food is, for thought. the The issue probably here is that is my frame of mind because in my mind, if you don't look bad, then why is it bad? If you don't look bad, exploit me. It's not ex- exploitation. How, how is it? How is it not exploitation? What, what am I gaining from it? Nothing. So I'm not exploiting them. I'm just sharing a picture of a cool <laughs> costume. Yeah, I know. I keep making the connection to watching the creepy TVs pictures. through through people's windows. Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference then between watching TV through people's windows? Nothing. Well, what if I was taking videos of people's TVs through people's windows and post them on, posting them online? Inception. You'd probably get in trouble from the, the company who owned the, the movie. But I do recall people that used to sit on their roof and watch movies at the drive-in. Oh yeah. And if, you, if you live near a drive-in, hell yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a perk. That's a perk to the uh, having to deal with uh, the noise of a drive-in. Well, well, then how is that not similar? That's not. What? No, they gotta know people do that that live nearby. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. That's inevitable. Okay, how about if the person... It'd be like if you had a movie theater with windows. They'd have to be like, well, people are going to peek in that window. Okay, so what if the person sitting on the roof watching the drive-in videotaped it while they watched it and put it on the internet? Well, the, then that's copyright infringement. Okay. Well, if people had copyrights, then I'm a copyright infringer, and I should go to jail, but they don't. <laughs> in other countries, like Australia, uh-huh. you can't post pictures of anyone's kids. Yeah. If you take pictures of you're like you shouldn't you're not supposed to take pictures of people's kids and post them online, but that applies to like if you're at a sporting event or something and you're taking pictures of, or like when I went to my niece's school to pick her up and she was playing and I went to take pictures of her playing and they freaked out on me. Yeah, and I'm like, but she's my niece and I want to take pictures of her having fun. 
But they're visible from public, so why, why is it weird then? I didn't think it was. That's why I got in trouble. <laughs> but I do understand, though. I do understand why people think it's weird. I know. I don't know. This is Grolix. Grolix Podcast, where we talk about comic books and TV and... Convoyism. <laughs> and voyeurism and... And potential people, people's social rights. <laughs> social rights and, yeah, public... Uh, well, I think it's very interesting, personally. All right, you guys, do you, you want to take a break? Jasper hasn't said anything for a while, so I think... I think I was we, enjoying the chat. See? It's don't you, not, you don't have an opinion on this? What's your opinion on this? Kind of yours, but, I mean... But then also I see... I'm just saying that's... That's the con, the, though. I'm just saying that's the general... That's how it's considered. I and, think, and if you're a good-looking chick... I think that they're taking... I don't think a lot of them feel that differently between what you're saying about people at Walmart versus posting pictures of her online because she's got jiggly boobs. So my they, thing, they feel exploited. My thing is if it's taken in a non-sexual manner as Melanie would be doing, then it's okay. But by Melanie's own reasoning, she'd be upset if people took pictures of her and put it on uh, the people of Walmart or whatever it's called in an unflattering way that would upset her, although that is fully non-sexual. But if okay. they if they took okay. pictures of her in a sexual way, she'd be flattered. If I looked good. But I'm no okay. But then you have to add: Is she taking a picture of the person, or is she taking a picture of the character? That's that's another point that is to be considered. Ah, because I think Melanie is taking a picture of the character, not necessarily the person. Except it's not a character; it's, it's a person per- yeah, in a yeah. clothing in a costume. It's an a person. Okay. It's a person in me. an outfit. I tried to help you, Melanie. <laughs> but people are in outfits every day, and uh, and if you walk around just in general, snapping pictures of people covertly, and they and then post it online, and people see it, they're gonna get upset. Right. Hi. But they don't walk around in a costume every day. Is my point. Hey, there's a Chucky person. Who? The little girl is dressed like Chucky. That guy's a scarecrow. Yeah, he looks like the scarecrow from the movie that Randy helped work on a long time ago. Which you will never find because it never... I don't know if it ever got Jeepers released. Creepers? You, the director <laughs> no. reached out to me a few years ago, like, just as I was about getting ready to move. And wanted to know if I wanted to do color co- uh, correcting and stuff. And I was like, I, I do not have time for that, sir. Yeah. This was not a paying gig. No. Hey, this is Jerry. You, uh... You ever want to make your own podcast? Don't know where to start. Don't know how to get any anywhere on it. Totally lost in the dark. Like you want to make a podcast with this epic craziness with dragons and fireballs and Daenerys and oh wait, that's Game of Thrones. Never mind. So you want to have an epic crazy podcast? Check out podedit.com. Randall Sylvie will help you out number one guy out there who can help you edit a podcast, get you started. Good rates. Podedit.com. Check it out. He gets Jerry's seal of approval. Closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. Closing because this is thoughts. like the last half hour. Technically there's an hour and a half, but we're going to wrap it up pretty much when they lock it up there. Yeah. So this is like the last half hour of Ocon Expo 2019. Uh-huh. How do you what are what are your final thoughts? How do you how do you guys feel about this? I feel like cons are a difficult thing for uh, 
people with social issues. They can have wondrous moments, but for the most part, they're kind of horrific. I feel like you guys would have had a lot more fun if you had someone else in charge of the booth you were manning. <laughs> yeah, probably. But <laughs> Do you agree, Jasper? No. I like our producer. You could say yes. It's okay. I would have had more fun if someone else was in charge of the booth. table again. What are you whispering about? Nothing. Nothing about nothing. Well, I think that uh, we should, instead of a booth next year, we should just have a poster that has, like, a rack attached to it at the bottom, and we set stuff there, and then that'd be the same uh, <laughs> as having me here. <laughs> no, that'd be about the same as having us here. Yeah. Maybe a motion sensor that sets off a recording of Jesse when somebody steps by it. Yeah. So we're still not even involved. Pretty much. But it's got to, it's got to like clip really bad. No, it's like, gonna sound bad. <laughs> it's gonna sound amazing. We'll do that one thing right. This is just keeper. No, I don't know. I, th- I think it's okay. We we got our faces out here. Talk to the men in the tub, guy. I did a panel. I know. Randy did a panel. There, it was a packed audience. There was. They were seven rows deep. The, yeah, they were sitting in the seventh row. <laughs> no, they were sitting in the front row. Oh, okay. Uh, the whole packed audience was in the front row. <laughs> but yeah, I did a panel with uh, Lee from Covert Nerd and another podcaster. I feel bad for not having her name off the top of my head right now. You were with another female podcaster? Yep. How do you feel about that? I, I feel I'm going to kick that bad word's buttocks. Jasper. Yes, sir. What are your final thoughts? What do you think? I liked it. That's because he spent the whole time partying in his head without us. A large portion of it. it I, did I mean, that's most of my life, but... <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we touched on this earlier. I know I, I kind of... I think I enjoy conventions much more. I do like having a booth that I can kind of hide behind, but I think I enjoy it much more as a con-goer. Mm. I know what we need. We need a booth on wheels. So we can drive around the con. <laughs> a convention booth is your costume? Yes. That'd be perfect. That Let's would be pretty it. good. Let's do it. Yeet. All right. That's what, the plan. What was the plan, Jasper? We're going to kill... I mean, what? What was the plan that we just come up, come up with? We're going to go to a con. Okay. And dress up as a guy from Doctor Who. As a what? As a Doctor Who cosplay. No. See, okay, this is what we're talking about. Jasper, he's not with us. He's here, but he's not really here. This is very much how it's been. I have ADD. I'm sorry, listeners. That's Randall, what was? What are your final thoughts? This is probably the last Grolix booth that we'll ever be. Unless it's a unless it's a con costume. Maybe. And that sounds really hot. Kind of heavy. Well, we got to put it on wheels. Yeah, it would have to be on wheels if you made a... What we were talking about, Jasper, was the uh, cosplay as a convention booth. So we would have, like, a table on wheels with that, and then we'd just push it around with us everywhere we went. So it's like my podium idea from the other day. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get back here and you listen to this podcast. All right. Or Are you can re- go as, like, a, a Grolox logo... And I'll go as the Cinematic Universe logo. And I'll go as me. And then Melanie will go... As Randy. No, she'll go as the booth. As the word draw. And then we can, like, strap ourselves to the back to, to the back of her. <laughs> if she's the booth and we're the logos, 
And yeah. she can just like stroll She's us around. She's backpacking the whole team. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, that's a plan. Next year, uh, Ocon Expo 2020. Come and see our epic uh, podcast booth costume. But it was fun. Cosplay, cosplay's fun, though. It was a new and exciting experience. Good. Good. Bye. Bye, Maggie and Matt D. Bye. <laughs> Maggie and Matt D. Bye. We're just podcasting for those two now. We know those two listen. <laughs>Thank you for listening to the Grawlix Podcast. The Grawlix Podcast is a production of the Electronic Media Collective and Verbal Arrow Studios. For more Grawlix Podcast, visit GrawlixPodcast.com. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Podcast, or follow us on Twitter at Podcast. We're also everywhere. All the time. All at once.